Hello everyone and welcome to episode 11 of Isless Season 1. My name is Veronica Ripley and I'm very happy to have you here. Uh, if you have not yet done so, please be sure to follow us here at Twitch.tv. We stream the show live every Friday at noon Pacific, that's 3 p.m. Eastern. Uh, we also have a Discord server where you can learn a lot more about Isless and our other shows like Enigma Society, our brand new kind of like comedy uh, mystery show that happens every Monday at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern. We have podcasts available everywhere podcasts are consumed. Recently, we just added it to the Apple Podcast Network, so that's there. <laughs> We've got a merch store as well, so pick yourself up a cool bowling shirt or a sweet hoodie. And I just want to give a very special thank you to the lovely folks over at Logitech. Uh, Logitech has been a wonderful sponsor of today's show and consistently is one of the the leaders in peripherals and technology for streamers and and gamers alike you can check out the brand new yeti gx the lytra beam lx and the yeti orb at logi.gg nicotine that's n-i-k-a-t-i-n-e and be sure to use nicotine at checkout for 10 percent off so it's a great deal check it out uh today big thanks to logitech for sponsoring today's stream I would like to introduce the cast, but before I do, our live Twitch audience here, uh, I'm gonna need your help. Uh, a big thank you to everybody who has subscribed just now. That's delightful, thank you. <laughs> I'm gonna need your help. And uh, when we introduce the cast, we're going to ask each member for their name and their character's name. And I want you, our live audience, to uh, just give me a ones in chat if everybody sounds good, or twos if they don't, okay? So we're gonna start things off with Candace the Magnificent. Hello, everybody. Happy Friday. Hi. What's your character's name? Oh, sorry. That's okay. Right, <laughs> My character's name is Grizz, and they are sneaky and tricky and um, like to talk themselves out of problems, which is familiar to me. Fantastic. <laughs> Next up, Domestic Dan. Hello there. I'm Domestic Dan. I play Leaf, son of Leaf, here in Isla's happy little, happy little uh, tracking hound boy. Fantastic. And last but not least, we've got Chelsea Bites. Hi, it's me, Chelsea Bites. I'm um, me. It's really loud, but I play Pippet, who is very very repressed let's just be real um the battle medic who is here to slice your problems in half that's me <laughs> fantastic okay sweet it looks like we have ones across the board so i think we're good to begin where we last left off the party cell had exited in the absolute coolest way possible this cave which was on fire it was full of cultists and people who had been had been burned people who were committing some horrible ritual and it was pippet who walked out last like the kind of like like the kind of person like walking away from an explosion just flames lapping at the sides of this cavern this ancient cavern with statues of tisk drilled and, and, and carved out of the walls 
You could hear yelling and screaming, cursing from behind you, slowly getting less and less frequent. As you step out onto this precipice, high above Coward's Pass, you can see before you the dirt to mountain range, extending farther than you, any of you can see. As the sun rises just over the, the, the dirt to mountains, it blinds you a little bit and you're struck by that sense of cold air stinging your lungs, that type of cold that just burns inside when you take a deep breath. The mountains around you are black. There's occasional caps of snow across the Durstan Mountains much higher than you, but but you, above Coward's Pass, this 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 canyon carved, barely even considered a, a pass by, by any normal standards, uh, more of a hazard, really, is just black, the kinds of rocks that are crumbly and small and, and slippery, some of them quite shiny, shimmering like obsidian. And far off in the distance to the south, you can see the smoke remnants of a camp. Just being, oh. just being cleared away from the evening. Oh, that was, that was really hot. Do, do y'all see that? The old days. Hmm. I was gonna ask, is the south where we just came from? Uh, the south is where you just came from, that's right. In fact, you can see a map here on the, uh, on Foundry, uh, which we're using for a, uh, a VTT this time around. You traveled from Arcadia Farms to, uh, along this, this irrigation canal all the way up to Baldwin's Folly and now you've begun to make your way through Coward's Pass you're about a third of the way through Coward's Pass okay so if there's a camp behind us from the way we came Pippet's going to assume that we're being followed that there's somebody on our trail would that be the right assumption. That is a very fair assumption, yes. <sighs> okay, I'll go get pliers. Um, we need to move. We need to move. Because it's mm. been—it's only been like a few minutes since we just had our big <laughs> explosion, so we need to get out of here. I know we made tons of noise. Or our big fire. I, I, we gotta get out of here. The smoke's gonna come out of this cave pretty soon. You look and look, uh, but you can't find pliers. Pliers this is nowhere to be seen. Pliers? I think he's in his barrel. He had a safety barrel that he was in, and maybe that's where he could be, but that's inside. I thought I thought I saw him with us. He he did run out with us, uh, but did he sleep away to I don't even know. That that one is hard to keep track of. Well, maybe Pliers made a tactical retreat. And if I know Pliers, they're very strategical. So if they saw the camp, they would have gone away from it. So we should go away from the camp. Oh, yes, most definitely. We are very likely being tracked. 
I quite agree. It could be that same, um, that same corpseman. Leaf, could you Skunk, make me... Skunk, was it? Leaf, could you make me a, uh, uh, bushcraft check? Of course. Let's see here, that's proficient plus six, okay. Wow, that's eleven. I rolled about as low as I can. <laughs> <laughs> you see from the sheer amount of smoke that it must be a, a, a party of, of a great size. A, a, a larger than average si number of people are, are just about a day behind you. Hmm. That's, that's a very large camp. Like, very large. That's a hunting party. Uh... I don't know why they'd send that many people after us immediately. I don't think I want to find out. No. Uh, no, that's... Definitely not a good thing to tussle with. Well, there was the I, city. While, while Leaf is talking, and sorry to interrupt, Leaf. Oh, you're good. I'm going to start scribbling on a note. And I'm going to leave it um, in, in a... It'll be very discreet. It won't be something obvious like, we went that way, but it'll definitely be something that Pliers understands. I want to see if I can flavor this. Um, since Pliers is like a tinker, but they also work in like biomechanics, could I leave it in like a med code? That's something Pliers would understand, just in case Pliers doesn't come back around. Now leave it in Pliers' barrel. That is interesting. Um, yeah, what it depends. What depends? How do you? What did? What do you intend to leave? That's that's an interesting idea. I like it. We left, uh, and just the direction that we went. Not necessarily where we're going, but like, we went north. Something like that. And how do you leave this note? I'll take out the uh, journal or the paper and the ink that we got. Mm -hmm. And I'll say, um, Dear Pliers, uh, your assistance is required north. Please uh, head there as, as quickly as possible. Just, just literally that. I don't know how I'd flavor that in, like, med terms, but <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'd probably say, um, yeah, yeah, something like that. Okay. Just to throw them off the scent. Sure. Your biomechanic um, skills are required north, blah, blah, blah. Sure. You know who left this. You just want to make it as complicated, like, as possible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you know, you know. As that type deal. As as can be. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay, exactly. Yeah. Sure, you absolutely. And you leave this inside of the uh, the barrel, then. Yes. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. You, it's easy. You just carve it out. You have a little, just a little implement. You just carve it right out. And uh, yeah, uh, e easy. What now? <sighs> okay. Uh, we should go. Did everybody get their things? Mm, I think so, yeah. I have everything ready, but it looks like we might need something like a sled to get down this. Hmm. Quite right. And uh, do we find it? Is there anything that we can use to get down that we know about? Or you have some ropes. Uh, you have. Don't you have pickaxes? Yes. I, I've got my pickaxe, and 
I usually I picked have, one up uh, too. I'm fairly certain one of you <laughs> had right. a climbing kit as well. That yeah, I don't think it's on my sheet, but I know we've talked about it. I wonder if it, uh, the flyers took it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Don't, well, he should have used it. I think Flyers no, does have it because he's not what. good at climbing. Leaf, why don't yeah. you roll me a one d six? That will do. Anything above a three, and you have it in your in your. Okay. <laughs> well, let's hope so. Or I forgot it somewhere, or it was taken from me in a. Ah, four. Very good. Okay. <laughs> yeah, right, you, have ha my, you, you have it. I have my climbing gear. Well, uh, if that's the case, uh. I'll start uh, getting it set up so I can have the rope um, attached and brought down. Uh, I'll go last so I can do the you know the, the little pull out the uh, the pylon and and move the rope down with me so I'm not leaving an obvious trail of climbing gear. Sure, that makes sense. You, it's not a sheer cliff, by the way. It's 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 mm, just very even better. heavily sloped, like it's steep. But it's not sheer. Like it won't require you to to necessarily do a lot of hardcore like rock climbing. You know, you don't have to. You don't have to practice at a rock gym to do this. However, even though it's sloped and very steep, the the rocks are still crumbly and they're still slippery. And every so often, your foot just has it just causes like a little mini little mini rock rock slide, just like a tiny one. It's almost like trying to climb up a sand dune, like a, like a, just a gritty, gritty sand dune. Every so often. I would like everybody to make me a climbing check. Okay. Fuck. Okay. Let's shout out what you get. I got a 10. Yeah, due to the fact that I'm wearing armor and all my bonuses are gone. <laughs> Seven. Okay. All right. Pippet got an eleven. Oh wow. Pippet, you don't. You, you only had. You only rolled a two d six too. You're not even. <laughs> got an eleven. That's great. You did better than Honestly, with the climbing gear. <laughs> this is the second time. I should just go and put points into climbing. <laughs> it's always good. So, yeah, uh, Leaf, you have your climbing gear and you're, you're, you've got a little belay, you've got your harness, and you're, you're slowly letting out some rope to get down. Pippet is at your side and passing you, <laughs> completely unafraid. Yeah, that's great. It's always nice to see a good climber. Grizz, you are right above Leaf. And your foot slips. A no. small rock avalanche, small rock slide begins pummeling you in the face, Leaf. <laughs> it doesn't look I'm like... I'm so sorry. Uh, you're, you're fine. Uh, uh. Here, maybe, uh, let me, and I, I do one of those, like, clip over onto the side to kind of get out of the way so Grizz can move past me, because I do want to remove the evidence of climbing on sure. the way down. Yeah, absolutely. But that way I'm also above and have the security of the, the top of the rope so that, yeah, hopefully no one sleeps. 
Whereas your foot slipped, but it's difficult to find another spot, and your fingers are beginning to be a little numb, especially from the cold and the, just, the, just the, the slipperiness in general of the rocks. It's difficult to find a purchase anywhere. Hmm. What do you do? So I have farming equipment. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like in my head it's like a like a the thing you use for hay. A hoe? A scythe or a seagull? No, like a a pitchfork. Oh, a pitchfork. Okay. God, yeah. Um, but maybe something like smaller. Probably nothing like huge because I'm you know traveling. Yeah, like a trowel. But, yeah, can I like just dig that into the side to try and slow my descent so I'm not just like. <laughs> Bouncing down this hill. <laughs> yeah, make me another climb check, but uh, but add an extra plus four to it. Okay. Fourteen. Okay. Yeah. You you do you you use that thing. You take it right into the side of the, the the cliff, and it it too slides a little bit down, but it feels like it's maybe not gonna slide anymore. You're very precarious. Oh, thank heavens. Not today, please. You're right. Uh, trying to be? <laughs> I mean, All we right. faced off against extremists, so I think uh, I, I should at least be able to handle a mountain, right? All right. Uh, very good. Here, you move past me. I'm going to be removing the, the clips as we go down. Yes, just let me fall to my death. I don't want to take you out with me. All right. I move to the side. <laughs> no problem. Pippet, <laughs> <laughs> you've seen a few rocks fall to your right. They're sliding down a little bit. It's news to you. They're a little further away. You can't exactly tell what's going on up there. What do you do? I keep going down. <laughs> I just assume <laughs> that that's like, and that's the way it, you know, like that's it. Yeah, okay. So I, I just keep going. Okay. All right. The sun is chasing you guys just barely. It seems it seems that Leaf and and Grizz, you're just sort of perpetually only halfway in sunlight as you're going down the side of this cliff at the same rate that the sun is rising over the Dursta Mountains, and just one half of you is extremely cold. Can't even be warmed by the sun. The wind is getting a little less harsh, but you're still frigid. I'll need one more climb check from you, Leaf. Of course. Much better. Twelve. Okay. Yeah, you you manage. Uh, you manage to repel a little bit further and further, and after some time, uh, all three of you manage to get all the way down to what can only be described as the most remote worst kept path you've ever seen. It's far less of a road and more of just a eh. <laughs> this is a road that runs on vibes. Yep. Like right. me. Eternally. Okay. Is everybody alright? Yes. And I'd be wrapping the rope up and clipping things back where they go. And I look up is it snowing? It's not snowing. In fact, in fact it's pretty bright out. It's a, it's bright. It's okay. a sunny day here okay. at, at elevation. You're pretty high up in Coward's Pass. It's also sort of a mountain 
and you're surrounded on all on to your right and left high mountains uh and it, before you lies more mountains but it's seems that there's sort of a like more like a hiking trail basically okay and behind and you is is you can still see that plume of smoke getting getting less and less as though it's being extinguished we should cover our tracks oh absolutely it's part of why i was removing the the gear as we went uh i can go behind us and try to cover our trails as we move forward. We should do that. I'm not sure if there's a way that we should walk or... You you tell us best how to do that. But we should start heading further into Coward's Pass. And I'm asking the GM if that's where we're going. Behind you is the path towards Bald, uh, Baldwin's Folly, towards Ar- Arcadia. And the mysterious plume of smoke that's being extinguished. Before you lies a trail to what I think... Have we already decided which of you would... Do any of you know where this goes? Did we make this check last time? I actually can't remember. Which one of your characters made this? I don't know if we made a check for it, even. I don't think you were I there. I think it was... Oh, I, I may not have been me. there. Ah, yes, I think I wasn't. it was you, okay, Chris. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. it was me for lore, because we were talking about where these people could have come from. Mm, right, right, yes. right. That's right. Yeah. So I know we're going to Rastara, right? No you're, go- no, you're going to Reed's Redoubt at the at the foothills of, of, of the Durstam Mountains. Coward's Pass isn't on any maps, but Reed's Redoubt is what you remember to be just north of here. So I look to Grizz. And I say, I think... You think? Oh, no, just... I was going to say, I think we should go to... <laughs> just said, keep heading in that direction. Um, because that's where that floomph was, I believe. That that came from the farms out there. Yes. You guide us, I'll lead the way. And we'll start walking. I think guide is a strong, strong word, but I'll do my best. We'll figure it out. So you begin. Yeah, so I think I just move forward. Sure. Mm-hmm. You begin uh, to make your way through this narrow mountain pass. The rocks here are crumbly and shiny black, sharp, sharper than anything that you've ever seen. It's difficult to avoid scratches and just cuts. It's, if you lose your balance, you don't want to put your hands out because they'll just get torn to ribbons. The cold is a little bit worse down here. It's completely shaded still, even though it's beginning to be mid-morning. And it's, even though it's like a bright sunny day out, the, the sun hasn't been able to heat anything here yet. You can see one of the moons, though, beginning to rise over the, over the Durst Mountains. And maybe, maybe in some deep part of you wishes that it could warm you, but it does not. There aren't any trees here. There's no vegetation. You don't even find bushes or scrubs. There doesn't appear to be any life here, which makes Pliers a story about something eating the body a little suspect. But you continue. And at long last, you manage 
to find what you believe to be the top of Coward's Pass, the, the highest point in elevation. It's about noon, and finally the sun has peeked over the mountains, and you can absorb a little bit of that precious warmth. <sighs> Ugh. <sighs> Man. You can't bask too you? long, but this is quite nice after that blistering heat and horrific cold, right? How long do we even have? <sighs> I wish I knew that much. Hey, can, don't know. Can we start to try to, like, figure out how long this journey might be? Yeah, I think you would probably know that the highest point of these mountains has to be further than about halfway through. So you're probably okay. at least halfway, probably more. Okay, so we'd say, like, another half day, another day. Probably another half day or so. And it's already noon. Okay. We should do a short rest. And I think a short rest, is that, could that be, like, is, like, a couple of hours? Well, let's take a look. Mm. So, the rules for sleeping and relaxing and making shelter all sort of fall under stress reduction. It's a mechanic in Islis which is designed to allow party members a little bit of respite, but also allow you the chance to craft some things or to reduce that painful level of stress. The short period that you may be wanting to take will depend on like what you guys want to do how long okay. like what what do you want to do here pippet i want to eat okay <laughs> sure whatever um, we got Leaf, yeah what do you want to do here uh if i notice people are hungry uh you'll notice I, you notice it, yeah then <laughs> I, it's I, not I, making I mean, a secret out of it <laughs> Uh, yeah, then I can, I can work on some food of some kind. Okay. I don't know, did, if we even have... I offer up one of my traveling meals that we found okay. with Twilla. There we go, because okay. I did not. All right. And Grizz, what do you want to do here? I think I'm going to change out of this brother's spine robe and just put it in my pack. Oh, that's because... an excellent point. Are you guys all still wearing these robes? I am. Okay. But um, if yeah, I'm I'm gonna shimmy on out of me, Yeah, if I see Grizz taking that off, I'll look down and say that makes sense, and I'll switch back into my other clothes, and I'll put on my armor. Okay, I two pieces of armor. Go ahead and apply it. Uh, and Leaf, are you still wearing? Did you put one of those robes on at all? Uh, I did have the robe, but yeah, I'll take that off. Uh, the armor pieces were underneath it because I did have that on already. Okay, sure. Um, so it'll take you guys about, I'll say, three hours to, oh, we'll say two hours to build a fire, like, make some food, and conduct any relaxation that might help lower your stress. Are any of you, what are your stress levels at right now? Grizz, what's your stress? 
I only have one stress. Leaf, how about you? I've got two. Okay, sure. So, yeah. Uh, you guys, go ahead. Leaf, go ahead and make me a bushcraft check. Is it bushcraft that, that handles uh, crafting with fire? Uh, yeah, bushcraft is fire, bushcraft is food. Okay, good. Go ahead and make me that. Okie doke. Eighteen. Okay. Fire in Islis is a very difficult thing to obtain. The qualities of fire in Islis at best are smoldering embers. Without the addition of some substances, fires will only ever be embers or small low flames. You may have in your inventories things that could help make this fire outstanding. Would yeah. weevil oil do? <laughs> I think, Pippet, you would know certainly that weevil oil would do. I hand it to Leaf and say, this should help. Uh, yes, however, I think that's a bad idea. We're being tracked. We saw their smoke, they'll see ours. This will make a lot of smoke. I'm hungry, Leaf. I, we, it will take a little time. I can get you the food. It's just not going to be hot, hot. It will be warm. Leaf, you'll you'll know as an expert bushcrafter that if you do apply that weevil oil, you could have that food in a third of the time. Or a third of the time with a lot of smoke. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, no. It, it, Leaf is willing to take some time to. He's he's a tracker. That that's what he does, and he knows it will be just a nice big target for where we are. That's right. Uh, Leaf, that's a large please. Group. Yeah, I I'd rather not be hunted. I appreciate the help though, and he hands it back to you. <laughs> like this I is. I figured back. <laughs> this is Leaf going deal with it. I don't feel like dying because you want to eat. Painfully. <laughs> <laughs> Puts it back. He's got the small fire. He's like, uh, you know, it's you know like... the whole foil dinner idea. He's doing that, but probably with some leaves and just kind of like setting it there so they can warm <laughs> up slowly as he's maybe got himself in a nice relaxing position to relax while it just slowly cooks. Great, Chris, <laughs> are you doing anything related to lowering stress or lowering other people's stress? Um, I think I'm gonna use socialize. Okay, sure. Because that's just a general skill, I think. The rules in Islis just for, like a... yeah, absolutely, for socializing, mm -hmm. they go as follows. Uh, using your persuasion skills, uh, appropriate for the interaction, chatting and goofing off with others or animals is enough to reduce some stress. Some abilities may also improve your interactions or expand the effects. Uh, a DC check of 13 will, in, will result in minus one stress for you. Uh, however, if you conduct things like a performance, a DC check of 15 will give negative one stress, uh, DC of 18 will give a negative one stress for everyone. Hmm. So I have Love to perform that. in order to get everyone, but I can do just myself with a persuasion? Yeah, unless you have some ability, you may, do you have an ability for that? I don't. Okay. I think I took other things. Yes. Um... I'm just not trained in performance, and I feel like last time I wasn't so good at it. But we're gonna try it today. You're all about to hear another 
horrifying story from Grizz. Here we go. Yeah, it's going to be miserable. Um, <laughs> apologies in advance. Oh, no. <laughs> no. What is that? Is that a nine? That's a nine. So, so Chris is like, do you remember that time we were in a cave and uh, there were those people and they almost burned us alive like, like rascals. It was terrible. Do you feel uh, any better? That, that was like two hours ago and a pretty harrowing experience. Uh, right. Yeah. But, I mean, we're, we're alive, right? Most of us. Anyway. It's quite recent. Uh, you know? Yes. I'll work you know, on I was the last one out. Um, yes. Flames got a lot bigger when y'all left. I think that guy's flesh started melting off even more now that I think about it. Yes, yes. Like a candle. It I was still see horrifying. Leftover blood spatters on leaf. <laughs> right. Um, I'll, I'll get better at telling stories. I will. I'll, I'll get so good. Where are those dice? <laughs> Oh God! Okay, uh, is this is this all you guys do here? Uh, you yeah. eat some food. Okay, so who ate food? Everybody I think ate I food? I think I try to like fan Leaf as well while he's cooking and he's like hunched over the open flame. Like I'm trying to do like a little. I'm trying to be helpful because obviously <laughs> that was not so. <laughs> okay, uh, perfect. Do so. All right. I'll say that since you guys have a fire in a very cold environment. Uh, you you can all have negative one stress. And since you ate some food, you can all get a plus two health. <sighs> Thank you. Okay. Uh, I did have a question on the food. Yep. Um, it was already a prepared meal, I think, is why it was just needing to be essentially reheated. Is that what it was? A travel meal? The only reason is I have twice baked, so if there's an illness risk with it, then I'd be cooking it a second time, which I'm sure would make Pippet even more hangry. No, I, I think it was a prepared meal, right, Pippet? Yes. Yeah, you're just reheating it. Okay. Perfect. Okay. I'll be okay. <laughs> so what now? You're all done. You can stamp out the fire if you'd like. What, uh, what happens next? Uh, yeah, I'd Pick be... up my things. I wipe everything that I've, like, sat on away. Cleaning up the fire, removing evidence of said fire. Uh, if there's any, like, coals left, uh, I'd probably actually just take them with me after they've gone out and cooled, uh, since those will stay here. There's no vegetation, no nothing to bury it in easily. So. Okay. I'll just pick them up. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Chris feels really bad about the story they told. Um... <laughs> So I think uh, they're like, they're really trying to, especially like having almost embarrassed themselves down that mountain. Um, I think she's looking around to see if there's something she can do. Is there like, can I like make like a call out to see if there's any animals um, that might be around? You'd have to specify what animal. Do you have okay. like an animal in mind? I just don't know for sure what's around here. There's, I know there was a, a mystery animal, but... You can't even see any <laughs> birds up here. There's nothing. Okay. I think I just, like, go back to pretending I know where I'm going. Which, like, I mean, I know a general direction, but I try to look as official as possible. Like, <laughs> shoulders back. <laughs> okay, sure. So you're all making your way down now on a slight grade. 
Howard's Pass. You're noticing that this is much easier, obviously, than coming up Howard's Pass from the south. So time goes by a little bit quicker. You're, you're managing to keep up with each other without a problem, and the black rocks beneath you, the, the slippery, crumbly, extraordinarily sharp black rocks, suddenly end abruptly, as if there was some line that had been drawn by some entity far beyond your capacity for understanding. And suddenly, there is vegetation. Suddenly, you're in a verdant forest. The trees are tall and strong. There's high grasses, bushes, plants of dubious origin and as soon as you walk into this place as you pass the the the, the, the threshold that delineated coward's pass from the rest of the world the world seems to become a little bit darker the canopy of trees is all-encompassing and even though there may be some clearings where some pillars of light can still reach it is still dark and the sound almost seems deafened in here. Wow. I don't think I've ever been anywhere like this. It's quite beautiful, but also um, imposing. Is this the way to read Redoubt? And then I'll pull out the map. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pull out the map. Sure. Yeah. You... And we'll just check again. Yeah. So, Coward's Pass is not on any map. Uh, if anything, there may just be a slight gap in some of the some of the mountains, in the Durston Mountains, to indicate that there may be something there. But there's no actual pass on the map. Path. Yeah. But there is a, a forest to the south of Reed's Redoubt. I think we're going in the right direction. I think. We just need to cut through these forests. Um, mm Mm-hmm. Yes, we need to cut through the forest. Well said, Pivot. Yes. Right there? And I'm pointing pointing at the map with Grace, and I'm like, is that it? That does sure look like it. Okay. Good. (laughs) Uh... How how close is these forests to what I'm used to as a tapper? Uh, it's still a little different. The trees here aren't the same trees that you can get any kind of sap from. Hmm. But they are beginning to look a little more familiar. Like, you've seen these trees before. Hmm. Uh, are there any particular uh, trees that are higher than the rest? Like, sometimes you see the older, taller tree in the midst surrounded by younger ones. He's looking for a potential place he could look up over the forest. Uh, yeah, I think so. Okay. Uh, here, can you hold these? And he, like, pulls, like, some of the armor plating out uh, to remove the armor before attempting to climb a tree. Okay. Uh, and hands that to Pipit. Uh, if danger happens while I'm up there, feel free to use these. <laughs> Uh, and, uh, kind of without uh, asking permission, he just starts scaling a tree. Yeah, you you find this 
this this large sturdy trunk of a tree it's dense you can't really get at the meat of this tree with any normal amount of tools without a, just a ton of force and you're every single time you go to make some purchase in this tree it's almost like trying to scale a cliff like it's it's hard stuff this tree and i would like you to make a climbing check of course Twenty. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, you you manage. This is you're in your element. This is exactly the thing that you have done for years and years. You're an expert, and the rest of you are looking at him, just seemingly just walking up this incredibly difficult tree to climb, and you do it with ease. You find your way to the very top of the canopy, just past the the rest of the the, the tree line. And you see, to the north, in the distance, what could be a town. You see a river, you see more mountains, and when you turn to look behind, you don't see smoke anymore. Hmm. No other evidence, uh, no, no smoke, no small camp they may have made, uh, nothing like that. That's what I, I'm assuming, unfortunately. Uh, make me a detect check. And, and we'll do. Okay. Thirteen. Yeah, you know what? You do see something. It's not smoke, but like a cloud of dust, barely perceptible. In fact, the only way you can see it is the shiny rock that you were climbing on before is has been atomized and sort of just dusted up in like a small cloud and you can see the shimmers of this material, this floating particulate off in the distance back behind you. You could almost miss it if it weren't so just just sparkling on the horizon, just over the, the pass. It's probably okay. about, you estimate, five or six hours behind you. Gotcha. Uh, I do have, and uh, this kind of a, like, let, play, like plays into what you just said. I've got the bloodhound ability, so if I have evidence of someone moving, I basically have a rough idea of where they're going to be going. Uh, and so this can kind of confirms, yes, we're being followed, and they're following the path we were just on, and that's the dust they're kicking up from moving in a larger group than us. That's right. Okay. All right, uh, then I scale back down to meet up with the others. Okay, we're being followed. Maybe five, six hours behind this. Oh, we need to book it. Yes, we need to get uh, lost in the next speed. town. Yes. They're, they're definitely hustling. Yeah, we also did rest a few hours. They, we kind of gave them time to catch up. Uh, but... Should we go through the forest? Would that help? I mean, we don't have too much of an option. It's kind of a large forest. Uh, but I saw the town to the north, I think. Oh, good. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> I'm not really good at reading maps. I wasn't sure. When Leaf says to the north, you just instinctively look that way. But somewhere deep in the tree line, 
you begin to see the circular form of red. All you see is something glowing, and all you can identify are two glowing circles in the distance, behind some trees, through some foliage. You can't make out the rest. Do y'all see that? See what? Hey, Where? look. There's something over there, and I describe that red something when we instinctively start to look north. What is that? Don't know, but maybe I want that armor piece is big before we move toward whatever that is. <laughs> like, hands May out I to peep it. <laughs> lore to know what it is? Uh, yeah, absolutely. You may roll me a lore check. Awesome. If I have time while they're doing that, I will, I will put the armor pieces back in. I don't know how long it takes to put on, so... You definitely have time, yeah. Okay, then I'm sliding the armor in. Riz, you've seen that's these... 16. You've seen this before. You know exactly what this is. Because the Kassat like to keep them for pets. In fact, the only reason that they're here at all is because the Kassat like them so much. Because they think they're cute. They remind them of their young. What you see in the distance is a creature you know very well to be called an Indrid. An Indrid is like a large, bipedal, flightless avian creature. They are featherless, but they have sort of like a fur coating their, their tops and their, their back. Everything about their entire body is designed to absorb light. If you shine a light at an Indrid, it will just absorb all of that incoming light with one exception of the space around its two sets of eyes on the top of the head. These two eyes are laser focused on the, the range and distance it needs to pounce on its prey. There's a circular skin patch around it, which glows bright in the darkness as a way to attract prey. You know that Indrids don't have wings, Rather, they have arms, these long, spindly arms with what amounts to sort of fingers that come out at the end that form these large, bony spikes, and they stab their prey and use this big, flat, hooked beak at the end to rip, rend the flesh right from the bone. They're about as tall as a human being, and you know, Grizz, that they are pack hunters. Okay, so that's atrocious. Um, and I think Grizz tries to keep calm and just looks at the party. Oh, yes, <laughs> that's an injured. Uh, there should be uh, several more of them around, considering they're pack hunters. Um, I don't I don't know. Um, they're just milling about. <laughs> Grizz says if hunter, and I, I'll say I'll pull out my glaive slowly. Wait, 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 wait. I've, 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 I've met them before, uh, this creature, and, um, the Kassat, they keep them for pets. Let me see, can I just see what I can do? Your, we'll be here! Your funeral, pull out if the If you need backup! Because <laughs> I'll start, I'll start to 
position myself so we can kind of <laughs> go. Are yeah. we are we preparing to fight this thing, Pippin, or are we prepared to hide? No, just if they fight me first, that's it. I, I'm ready to back. I'm backing away, Preparing but I've this. got my weapon out. Okay, yeah, I'm next. I'm next to Pippin. <laughs> we're not hiding. Like we're not trying to be stealthy. If we have the, it feels like they see me already. But if they haven't seen me, I am absolutely hiding. Okay. Well, roll me a stealth check, both of you. Oh God. All right. Let's or, or a bushcraft check. You can also roll me a bushcraft check. I'm gonna do like, my best. I like that idea. Right, right, right. Because I don't have bushcraft or stealth. Oh, that's stalk. Oh, sorry, stalk. Yeah, stalk. I'm so sorry. A stalk check. No, no, you're good. For me, it's just a flat roll. All right. Let's do that. Like foliage, leaf is gone. I love that for you. <laughs> Me, it's something. Oh, oh no. <sighs> Pippet, you rolled a critical fail. That's the second one we've seen, I think. Pippet, that's, that's the, the second, second critical one. fail you've rolled in as many episodes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's, uh, that's rough, buddy. You begin we love. Pippet, you yeah. begin to hear just the worst sounds, not only from in front of you, but in the distance. I think hearing that Grizz kind of throws a glance over their shoulder. Just, just, can you give me a moment, please? Just stay frozen, face neutral, look straight ahead. Okay. And then I think um, Grizz takes a few steps toward it in preparation to, like, have words. Okay. <laughs> All right, sure. Um, okay, so... Just to recap, Pippet, you're hiding. Trying, you're attempting to hide. You're just standing there. I assumed I failed, so <laughs> you're just um, attempting to hide. You're just, I tried, you're just crouched and and just crouched. You're just crouched in the middle um, of this, yeah. at the foot of the street. Leaf, you're actually totally. you've di discovered with a roll of seventeen. You've like discovered a bush and like put it in front of you, like solid snake. You're gone. Yeah. And Grizz, you've moved between the cell and the Indrid, which is presumably on its way. Yeah. Okay. Grizz, you can see just a very slight, just just a very slight shimmer of tall grass, and then just a black void where light should be, and suddenly about 20 feet in front of you, it begins to stand to its full height, and the eyes, the circular eyes rise, and you actually now can see the light barely coming through the canopy, glistening off the two sets of eyes of the forward-facing like eyes of this predator with its hu huge hooked beak, and it's looking directly at you. We'll be right back with the second half of Isless. Season 1, thanks to Logitech for sponsoring today's stream. Click on the link in chat and be sure to join our Discord. We'll be right back just after this short break. 
Don't go anywhere. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the second half of Islis, episode 11. My name is Veronica Ripley. I'm the creator of Islis, and I'm really happy to have you here. Big thank you to Logitech today for sponsoring the stream. Again, chat, if you want to check out some of the coolest gear that's being released this year, then by all means, click on the link. It's in chat. It's in the description of whatever thing you're watching or listening to right now. It's logi.gg slash nicotine. That's N-I-K-A-T-I-N-E. Uh, there's the Yeti GX, the Lytra Beam LX, and the Yeti Orb. Don't forget to use code nicotine at checkout for 10% off. It's a pretty sweet deal. Also, big thank you to all of our supporters here at Twitch, where we stream this show live every Friday at noon Pacific. We've seen a lot of subscribers and a lot of support, so big thanks, everybody. I really appreciate that. You're wonderful. Be sure to follow our Discord server. That's fablescraps.com Discord and meet up with some other fans of Islis or our other show, Enigma Society, which happens every Monday at 6 p.m. Pacific. We're very excited about that. And yeah, we have a merch store. We've got sweet merch now. There's a hoodie and a bowling shirt and sweet mugs. That's merch.fablescraps.com. And you can find Islis, the quick play guide for Islis for free right now at fablescraps.com, along with all of our other links and merch and stuff. Uh, all you got to do is sign up for a newsletter and you can play Islis at home right now for free. So head over there and check it out. Back to our regularly scheduled programming. Briz, you are standing directly in between Pippet, who's just crouched on the ground, and Leaf, who's somewhere back there. You're not even quite sure. The Indrid has reared. It's standing just a little bit above you, and you can see the red glowing skin around these two sets of eyes on the top, the front of its skull. It's cocking its head at you and staring at you. And you know from experience that this thing has a bead on you. It's trying to decide how much power to give those ridiculously strong legs and talons at the end of them in order to jump and pounce directly into your flesh. What are you doing? Uh, Grizz steps forward, um, doesn't get too close. Um, gives it like a wide enough berth so it doesn't feel like I'm entering its space. And then um, I make quick eye contact so it, it sees me looking at it. And then I do a bow and I kind of like go back up and say, hello. I know that we are in your neck of the woods and uh, it's lovely to see you. You're your plumage is quite radiant. Uh, my friends are, are a bit nervous, as you can understand. You're very powerful. And um, I was just wondering if perhaps you could help us out. We are looking to get out of this forest safely. It's all outstanding stuff. Uh, can you roll me an animal persuasion check, please? <laughs> While Grizz is doing this, Pippin is just staring at Grizz like I was expecting a sit or something. <laughs> what did you get? I got an 11, which is like not the best. Oh, actually. But 
Actually, I because have, because yeah. you bowed like that, I gave you a, just a private plus four. Yay! <laughs> because that's exactly how you handle these creatures. You bow before this horrifying beast, and as you tilt your head up to look, it is also bowing, and its face now is seemingly so close to yours. The rest of your vision appears to be just blackness, utter void, but you can see these bright, shining skin uh, particles just in front of these eyes, and it's basically all you can see, and it's two glistening black eyes staring at you. It's very close to you, and it is also bowing. What now? Hi. You're quite lovely. May I... May I touch your nose? And I put one hand out and just see if it, like, comes close enough for me to give it little scritches. It immediately shies away a little bit. Maybe steps back a little bit. Mm-hmm. I know. I'm new. My name is Grizz. This... I, I know. Put your glaive down. I know that this person looks quite scared, uh, but it's only because of your beneficence and magnitude. Um, but this is Pippet. Pippet, come say hello. Do a little curtsy or whatever it is that you do. Please. I drop my glaive. Now just slowly stand up. Is this? Is there only one that I see? You. You can barely see this one. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, back, back. I back up towards Gris, and I do like a a, a, a little bow, but <laughs> I'm like, huh. hello, magnificent creature. Yeah, as you do, the 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 creature cocks its head to the side cocks it back seemingly instantaneously all you really see are the two red circles glowing in this 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 dim light kind of moving and moving back very very quickly and you see the indrid rise up again rear its whole body now it's towering over you grizz and it just it just goes And it, and it uh, backs away very slowly. You lose sight of the red eyes, but you can see a form, a black form, slowly recede into the high grass, rear up, and it, something causes it to jerk to its left, back towards the direction you came, like it smells something. It makes another couple of calls and begins to run. I think before it takes off, yeah. or like as it's taking off, Grizz calls back, make sure you and your keep are safe. There's predators on the hunt, uh, maybe a few hours behind us. Be good. Right next to you, Leaf, and another next to you, Pippet, you feel something brush across you and just the sounds of fading off into the distance like it was there the entire time. Simple. 
Mm. Pippin's getting war flashbacks again. Just ready to read. Great react. job keeping your cool, Pippet. I was so impressed. Tremendous bow. Quite good. Leaf. A plus on hiding. I just, just appeared out of the bushes. Today. Oh, hello. <sighs> yeah, that, there was one sitting next to me the whole time. I don't know if it saw me or not. Did you bow? Did you befriend it? Oh, I just stayed still entirely. I just knew it was there. If it knew I was there too, then perhaps uh, we had an understanding. An equally good choice. (laughs) That could have gone very poorly, and I apologize for my uh, my incapabilities. Do you know how to hide? A genuine question. I know how to heal and to hurt. That's all I know how to do. I don't normally hide. It's not in my training. All right. Well, big note is don't uh, don't just sit in the middle of open open ground. I tried that and I dropped my glaive. Yes, not aware yes, that we were surrounded by predators. Well, I think we made some friends, and hopefully they will take out at least a third of that party following us. Fingers crossed. They they're really are quite sweet. They're just, you know, they they have a. How did you know what countenance. those were? What? You've oh. seen those before? I have. Not in the wild, specifically, but um, the Kassat keep them as pets. They love pets? Them. Yes. That was a but, pet? Uh, yes, yes, yes. A pet. I've only I know, I know. Slightly. It's, uh, I'm not a veterinarian, but I didn't know that that's what those pets were. Jeez. Have you okay. seen Kassat? I have, but, you know, you pick something cute. I, I guess cute is subjective. Yes, especially for um, creatures such as they. Giant uh, spidery um, things. Whereas the realization begins to dawn on you that the preserve from Arcadia Farms probably had a lot of Indrid. Mmm. <laughs> we were very, very lucky then. Yeah. <laughs> I don't mention that to anyone. Okay. Because I'm thinking it's my, maybe going to be flashbacks of my previous terrible story. So Chris just leaves alone. I On think that was, uh, yep, yep, yep. That's our sign. Let's go. Okay. Yeah. Continue. Uh, you all managed to find your, your, your composure. You stand up and you begin walking through this, this mess of, of brambles and plants and tall grasses and you get further and further in to this canopy and just at the last minute like just before it seems as though as though it's hopeless finally the trees begin to clear and you find yourself in what can only be described as a meadow of sorts and beyond in the distance far in the distance you can see in the dying light of this day, a town, and there is smoke coming from the town. Uh, what uh, what color of smoke? Like, are we talking like you know maybe an uh, an intentional campfire hearth smoke, or like black everything is burning bad smoke? Um, or hard to tell. It's it's impossible to tell. The light is yeah. getting dimmer and dimmer and. It's, it's difficult to tell. You could roll me a detect check, but it would be very hard. I do now have uh, blindsight. 
So. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Uh, at Go least just makes it a little easier. <laughs> not Go. not good, Go mind try, you. <laughs> try to roll me a detect check. We'll see. Okay. Ten. <laughs> yeah, you can't tell. Yeah, no, it's, that's it fine. It just that's looks fine. like smoke to you. Yes. And plus, your eyes are still healing from the 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 trauma that they underwent. Mm-hmm. The 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 procedure, the the ritual you underwent with the with the arcanists was only only just what like last night, really. Oh yeah. So your eyes are still kind of recovering from this lengthy period of being uh, taken over by Lumen, this disease that you got, and. Although you do feel healed, it's still a little, your eyes are a little fatigued. Yeah, I'm tired. Yeah. Could use a nap or two. Yeah. Okay. They should go. Let's press forward. Yeah, looks like the town is up ahead. Okay. Yeah. Any sign of civilization is a welcome one. As you're yeah. making your way closer and closer to the town, you see that this fire is pretty expansive there's actually a lot of fire here uh it's it seems like some building might even be on fire but as you get closer and closer you begin to realize that this is a bonfire just a large one in the center of town and there are people kind of milling around it almost in silence Are any of them wearing fancy robes that are fla- inflammable? It's Do we it. recognize? <laughs> <laughs> it's difficult to tell. Uh, you could, you'd have, if you got closer, you'd be able to tell, or you can make me a difficult detect check. Hey, I'll try to detect. Yeah, what doing would that, it be for a difficult detector? <laughs> just, uh, just roll me a detect check, and I'll, I'll just increase the, the difficulty okay. of it. Uh. While they're like staring, I might do. Do you, do you want me to try to get the closer to take a look uh, quietly? If you won't put yourself in danger, perhaps you could scout. Yes. Uh. We have the same visibility at this point. Rolled a thirteen. Same. Okay. Yeah. You you can't really tell. Okay. Slide the armor pieces off, put them in my pack. They're not on me, but not easily accessible anymore. Uh, and, uh... Okay, there we go. Uh, try to stalk closer. Uh, staying out of sight. Uh, trying to use the shadows, uh, to my advantage. Okay. Yeah. I don't want to get too close. I just am trying to see, like, basically, just if I can see, say... Uh, very interesting, recognizable robes. Uh, or maybe a person in said, uh, priestly robes. <laughs> you can see uh, several townspeople, but you are unable to identify any kind of robes that they might be wearing. They just appear to be wearing normal townsfolk clothes. Low quality flowing kind of the same sort of clothes that that you guys might be wearing or the same sort of clothes that you might have seen in Arcadia Farms maybe a little bit nicer just because they're not like in Arcadia Farms okay 
Yeah, then I'd just kind of slink back a little bit and... I didn't see any roads. Or uh, the robes, none of those, so I think it just might be a bonfire. But I wonder if they're celebrating. You're celebrating or... Uh, maybe it is that festival. Maybe there is a priest somewhere that's just not seen, but I'd be cautious and I'll do no talking. Did they look happy? No. Uh, did they look especially angry, or just they were neutral? Mm, are they, they downtrodden? They appeared neutral. You leave, but it is if dark. It's difficult to yeah, tell. Yeah, yeah. It didn't seem one way or another. Happy, no. It wasn't like a celebration, which actually may be a good sign, because it's not... That festival would probably be celebration. I mean, all people screaming for their lives. Either oh, way, we this did, is good. Yeah. Yes, I think so. Uh, just normal clothes, but, uh... I concur. Let's not cause any unwanted attention and walk in quietly. Yeah, maybe... I have a uh, question, though. Yes. Would we want to walk into the town and establish ourselves and bed down for the night, or do we want to try to maybe go somewhere a little bit more off the books? You are no. being pursued? Just so that you know, you are all well aware that towns like this absolutely have something called an Aaron. It's just, it's like a, like an inn, basically. There's usually a bar, there's usually rooms to let, and they're usually far better than sleeping outside. They're warm, generally speaking. They have alcohol, a sorbo hall. They've got, uh, you know, just a, a level of comfort that's far beyond whatever kind of shelter you think you could cobble together out here. So you could take your chances out in the woods. You could also go to the Aaron and maybe uh, it'd be better. Let's go to the Aaron and put down fake names. I think Grizz takes it one step further and uses their disguise skill okay. to just be a person unlike what this uh, mob is probably pursuing. Okay. So even if they recognize two of us, all three of us won't be together, so maybe they'll overlook the other two. Sure. As you walk through the town, it's easy to identify the Aaron. There's a big water wheel along the the river that runs right through this place. There's a bonfire out in the center of the town. You see some townspeople kind of milling around, and, and as you walk past them, you can kind of hear a few people jostling and and they say things like, who's it gonna, who's it gonna be? Who's, who's it gonna be tonight? And you identify by a sign just swinging in the light winds, a place called the Laughing Totson. You enter and you hear a few people inside in this almost darkened interior with a, lit by a few lamps, oil lamps. There's a, a small bar at the far end. You can see that the water wheel connects in here somewhere. You can smell food. And the bartender, the iron keeper, stands behind the counter just washing dishes. Would you like me to... Please. Absolutely. My name is Jalice. Don't forget it. I'm yes, uh, Jalice and um, Stephen. Name's Leaf. Stephen. That's 
Oh, sure. <laughs> good, good, good. Um, so I think I go up to this this barkeeper, innkeeper, whoever, yeah, yeah. and um, Grizz has kind of put um, a lot of like soot and like like leaves um, in their hair and they've kind of taken down their kind of more kind of updo that they usually have and um, they've taken out uh, the visor that they have um, that they very rarely wear um, and kind of put that low over their eyes um, and squint and kind of scrunch up their face and um, they move up to the person they say uh, hello. Do you have, um, any rooms available for the night? The handkeepers just looks up at you and just with a kind of a, a look of, of a mix of surprise and, and, and sadness just says, oh, travelers, uh, um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Welcome to the Laughing Totson. We haven't had visitors in a while. I mean, it's quite lively and lovely place that you got here. Uh, looking forward to not sleeping on the ground outside for once, you know. Oh, certainly, uh, certainly. And 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 how many people? Oh, just three. Thank you. Three. Okay. What name can I put down? Uh, well, I mean, I guess you could put my name down. Uh, my name is Susan. But um, d do you need my my companions as well? Uh, just one is fine. Oh, that's Jalice, right there. Oh, okay. Hi. Come on over. Where are you folks from? You want a drink? Oh, yeah, we'll have a drink. Honestly, we're kind of a bit from everywhere. We're trying to make our way across the countryside. Just don't stay too long in any one particular place. Sure. Two, two gents each. I think I just pay. Okay. Yeah. I struggle to think if I even have money on me. I, I still have uh, my vouchers, and I've got no money for my knowledge. I'm scared to pull out my vouchers, so I don't. Yeah, they don't they don't take vouchers here. Yeah. Nope. Jag giveaway. Two gents. So, Riz, you pull out six gents for this guy? Mm -hmm. All right, you pull out six gents, and you uh, just like they clink, clink to the table. Scoops him up, puts him in his palm, and then goes down below the bar, and appears with uh, with three pints of uh, sorbol. Oh, thank God! <sighs> Good treat for y'all, right? I think we deserve it after the day we've had. It's been so long, and she uh, kind of gulps it in a way that, like, for for the two of you looking on, um, Grizz is not prim necessarily but they obviously have very refined manners they know how to kind of you know dress it down when we're all hanging out but it's their job to be you know very above board and straight and narrow straight back all that stuff but they're kind of hunched over and they're kind of making this like snuffling sound as they just like toss back this drink oh thank you so much this is this is fantastic uh, Pippa tries well to spent. copy this accent and goes well, yes, I do declare, and just tries to take a sip, too. Just mimicking Grizz as best as they can. Well, it's uh, delightful to meet all of you. My name's Hop. I, I run the Laughing Tots in here. Uh, where'd y'all come from? 
We don't take too long to answer, but. Chris, from just from your local knowledge, you know that the nearest town to you is probably Nautza. It's like a big city to the east. Thank God. Well, I mean, we've been we've been kind of here and there, but most recently out of Nautza, um, just kind of. Just trying to find a place that feels right, you know? Trying to stay as far as we can from real intense places, but this this is nice so far. He goes back Do you to, like it here? He goes back to, to, to drying these dishes. He's just, yeah, I'm just I'm surprised you guys wanted to stay here. Well, I mean, you know, trying to see the best in any place it's easier in some than others. When you wouldn't reckon you wouldn't recommend staying here too long then? Well just maybe a, a night. Just on account of all the stuff that's been going on lately. What? Oh. What you mean? Uh, I, I am a, a, a tapper, so I don't really get too much news outside of healthy yeah, trees. Yeah, I, I, I do declare. <laughs> well, all the disappearances. Disappearances? Oh my goodness! Just like people getting ripped out of the darkness, or like midday in the road, just gone. You see something come over, hop, and he. Like he's in his element suddenly, and he leans over. Just says, "Yeah." At night, one townsperson for the last four nights has been taken. Just in the middle of three nights, the last three nights has just been taken, and it started with one person, uh, and then we thought, well, maybe, maybe they just left without saying anything, maybe. We tried to have this like sense of hope, you know, but uh, the next night somebody else was gone. And last night, another person went missing. And for the last few nights, it's it's been strange around here. Like something's come over people. Like we have uh, uh, just a lady who runs the general store, her name's Pick, and. Pick came from Nauta a long time ago, and she's got a lot of religious upbringing, and she started telling people that it was religion, that only only through praying to the, to the burning god could, you know, could, could, could absolve us of our sins or whatever, and, and so now people are, people are, are, are conducting rituals and pretending to be acolytes of this, this religion. Some tisk thing. I don't understand it, but uh, everybody here has been in just this weird fervor. Yeah, I can understand why that'd be a little scary for you. I mean, there ain't nothing wrong with having beliefs or nothing, but um, it it does seem terrifying in response to people going missing. Uh, Make me a persuasion human check. Okay. I I do declare. Wow. Hey, yeah, and uh, he, he leans a little closer, even. The light seems to dim around him. And he says, yeah, and last week, a couple of folks said that way out in the woods, they could see just briefly in the, in, the, in the darkness. They could see figures, strange lights, hairless people in robes. And then they would just, they were gone. They would just disappear like they were never there at all. Phantoms. 
Yeah, I gotta say, I mean, we're real simple people. So that sounds, um, I don't know, it's making the hair on the back of my neck stand up. Was there any commonality between the people that got taken? None. You believe in this burning God? eyes narrow a little bit to you? I've never heard of it. I mean, like I said, it's important to have some kind of foundation for life, but I'm sorry. I don't know if that's my way. Sorry to bring be the one to bring it to your attention. Would that it would have stayed that way, right? I mean, my mom always said it's better to have a little bit of uh, knowledge than a lot of nothing, so I'm thankful. <laughs> Here's to that. Oh, that's why uh, those bonfires are outside. We thought maybe y'all were celebrating, but this don't sound like something you want to celebrate. Mm. I do declare. They've been burning the, all the towns we have oil for nights, all nights now, and I, I have a dark feeling that at some point they're going to start sacrificing people if we don't get those townsfolk back. And they'd bring anyone back. If you take one out, you've already... Why would you want to lose two people Just instead of one? Maybe their thinking is that they'll send someone out as a, as a gift, as an offering, and then they'll stop for a while. I don't know. Hmm. And this has never happened before in the history of this town? Not as far as I can remember. Because you'd think a ritual, you'd do it, you know, more than just the once. No idea. Gosh, how grisly. Were any of the people taken out of towners? Do we need to be worried? No. Well, we hardly ever get out of towners now. All right. Normally, it's just folks like yourself coming from Nounsa going to Lemeret. Yeah, we thought this was going to be an uncomplicated trip, but hopefully no one you know or love gets taken. That'd be just horrible, and you've been so hospitable so far. Here's, here's to all of you. Just takes a big drink out of him. I do declare. <laughs> Your friend all right? Uh, no, I think she's very, very uh, tired. Oh, all it's right. Been a, it's been a real long day and uh, not a lot of food in the belly before the Sorba Hall, so well, you know I, how it is. Get y'all something to eat? Are you hungry, Jalise? Declare. Yeah, I think, I think I, all she needs is a good night's sleep. Okay. Breakfast, though, for sure. All right. Yeah, I'll have breakfast ready. Uh, your room's upstairs. It's the only one. Thank you so much. Oh, thank, thank you. you. Have a good night and what's the respect? I think uh, as we go up the stairs, I just put my hand under Pippet's elbow as though I'm guiding her up the stairs like she's you know a little tipsy off balance you're not but just in case people are looking i do declare <laughs> <laughs> when yeah. we get to the room can i like listen to see how sound these walls are like do we have real privacy or is it relative privacy uh you have reasonable privacy yeah there's I, there there doesn't seem to appear to be any nefarious thing going on with the room. It just looks like a normal room. Okay, so no one can eavesdrop. It doesn't that seem that way. 
<sighs> that was harrowing. You I thought we had job. left the... Uh, did I? Uh, you don't have to. You don't have to butter my biscuit. I... <laughs> I think what that does that mean? <laughs> sometimes it matters more about uh, what you don't say than what you do. So, yes, I think that you did quite well. Yes, it was very good. Thank you. I'm more concerned about the fact that we're now possibly surrounded by burning god fanatics. Yes, that is not ideal, to say the least. Do we need to help these people? Uh, or should we just be concerned? I think we were only heading to Limerat to return this artifact, correct? Yes, um, and maybe find better for ourselves. As much as I'd love to, you know, go snooping around in people's business, I also believe that uh, we are out of our depth. Uh, if those burning god people are here, um, they worship the Tisk. So even, at best, any kind of cassat threats I might be able to summon up might not be enough to get us out with our skins intact. We should hide our robes very well. Maybe we use them if something goes wrong on our night here? Maybe. Yes, I think that's important. We should take watch tonight. Not I'm still idea. quite awake. Could I go first? Give you a head start on your sleeping. I'm more than happy to. Sure. Uh, feel free to wake me up for the second if you'd like. Will do. Good rest. I start to gather my stuff and organize it. Make sure all of my tools are properly stored away. And then I'll go ahead and go to sleep. Okay. The night passes uneventfully until the morning comes. At which point you begin to hear people yelling. And your room, it's kind of stuffy and it's a little muted, but you can hear yelling from outside in the street. Another one! Another one! Can I see the street from my window? No. Is there a window outside of this room, or would I have to go back downstairs into the common area? Probably have to go down to the common area. You may all, by the way, since you took a little rest in a nice place, you can just recover, uh, I'll say, three points of health. Any stress? You can lose a point of stress, too. I think before Grizz goes downstairs uh, to kind of look around mm -hmm. um, and see what there is to see. They write um, a little note that they stick or like they just kind of put in the pocket of each of their sleeping companions Okay, uh, that has their fake name on it so that they don't forget. Oh, that's smart. <laughs> totally. Okay. Steven Jalice. Um, <laughs> and I don't think she changes. I think she just stays in her disheveled looking outfit. Okay. And uh, maybe maybe bare feet. So it looks like she, you know, woke up okay. from a nap or something like that sure. and goes downstairs to see, uh, kind of like peek out the window and kind of check out who's yelling okay. in the night. Yeah. Come downstairs. There's nobody in the, <clears throat> nobody in the air and 
but you walk out uh, to the sort of the entrance area, and as you open the door, you see just several townspeople kind of crying through the town, running and, and yelling. They got another one! Light is gray, it's early, and you can see dimly in the distance, in Coward's Pass, the remnants of another fire. Hmm. So, in the streets, just villagers, no one in robes, none of that. Mm. Yeah. I'll get up and follow out after a short while. And I'll go up to Grizz and say, It happened again? It did. There's more smoke coming from back where we came. I don't really know what to ask. I mean, we're strangers. How can we take more than a passing interest in what's happening here without raising suspicion? If those people were following us, they should be here. In this town. Well, I think you probably also know that you've convinced a flock of extraordinarily dangerous... True, true. (laughs) True. Um, I'm not. I'm assuming the worst that maybe some of them survived. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and that's a reasonable assumption, but it's also it's reasonable to expect that it, it set them back a little ways. Oh, good. Tabletop good, 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 good. suspicion. <laughs> we should keep a lookout, regardless. But we need to leave. We should yes, go now. I, I don't think this is a problem, and um. We're really good at getting involved in things that are not our problem. I'll go get Leaf. All right. I'll go. I'll go get Leaf. I'll leave. Yeah. So all three of you are on the street. All three of you are Mm -hmm. down here in front of the local air, in front of the 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 laughing Totson. You're in this town. A few people are walking out of their houses, their 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 buildings with uh, bleary eyes, kind of wiping the sleep from their faces to a look of worry or disdain. It's quiet, aside from the yelling. Do we smell breakfast when we come downstairs? No. It's a little early. Oh, no. Yeah. I think I flagged someone down, one of the criers. Sure. Hey, hey. They got another one. Hello. Yeah, I heard that. Can you tell me more about who was took? Hop. It was Hop. Hop was took? Are you kidding me? We were just talking to him last night. Just shrugs his shoulders. Oh my god, that's terrible. I'm so sorry, I I seem to be a stand-up guy. It's gonna get weird tonight. (laughs) I ask, if I happen to be there, I'll say, um... Does Hop stay in the inn at night? Yeah, he lives there. As far as we know. And I'll you... look around at y'all. We were there all back night. up. We didn't hear anything. Well, count yourselves lucky. Yeah. Oh. Uh, well, thank you. Uh, I kind of look over to them and quietly under my breath. Do you, do you want me to look around uh, what their room may be? 
we should go back inside. I, mean, I think they too, yeah. I, I go back first. inside. <laughs> okay, yeah. Sure. yeah. And sort of like close the door and everything. I'm like, okay, so this is very bad. And I know I said it wasn't our problem, but maybe it is now. I don't know. I want all of you to roll me a detect check. Oh, wow. I see really good now. Okay. Uh, yeah. You, as you're in, you're, you're inside of this, this building. The light is dim. All the oil lanterns are off, but you leaf notice something and you point it out to Grizz because just on the floor you can identify what looks like a boot print and you find another one and when you reach down to touch it you identify just some soil, some dirt plant particulate matter it's something that could easily easily be just overlooked by anyone else who wasn't particularly aware of what dirty but boot prints look like but leaf you notice something else and grizz you notice it too at about the same time there's a there's a another set of boot prints slightly smaller that aren't dirty there's just a little scuffed being Leaf, you would know to be uh, these boot prints are like as if someone was forced or led away. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Yeah. There. Now the that you have the scent, Leaf the Hound, you feel very confident that you could follow them. Well, we could go and find them. I could easily track these. question is, do we want to? Do you think if we do find them, it's possible to just skip the glory part and just get right on to the getting the heck out of here part? We should follow the rules of triage. We get there, assess the situation. If it's beyond our help, we move to the next problem. Is it on our way up the way I asked Leaf, like, is it on the way out of town? Like, it definitely leads out of town. Uh, it doesn't lead towards Nalza, it just leads out in the woods, away from Coward's Pass. That's good. Yeah. That's amenable. So, I did, like, pointing the rough direction that it looks like it's going. Well, let's do this quick. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> look to see behind the counter. Is anyone in here or is it just us at this moment? Just you guys. I look behind the counter to see if there's any any food or supplies that could be snagged while we're heading out. We already paid for it. Uh, yeah, you find a couple of prepared meals. There's maybe four of them in there. I I'll grab all two. of them. Okay. I'll take okay, two you take two, you. then I take two, then. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And you set off after these boot prints. Yeah, I take the lead, kind of occasionally sitting, like, like now. I'm looking to see, uh, it was only the two, two boot prints, the one, uh, and then the smaller one that was probably ours, uh, does it look like at one point they get pushed more, dragged, or are they, like, maybe being led 
it's impossible uh, to tell. You definitely know that the one of the sets of boot prints is definitely being led. Yeah, forcefully. so, so it, it more I'm trying to see is it like someone's being led at like a knife point, no, so it that the looks more like or being dragged almost. Dragged. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's what I was wondering. Yeah. Okay. Like someone's getting pulled along versus pushed, essentially. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Hey, well, it does look like. They were trying to put up a fight to not go. Uh, so they did it while they were conscious. It's strange, though. Hm. Well, that means that the captain must be huge. Uh, not as not that big, but big enough. It might have been more of a, I'm pulling you, you don't want to go, but you know the consequences if you say no kind of thing. More a hesitant. Yeah. Okay. So you guys go. You follow along the trail. Okay. Yeah. You're crunching through the town, and you find that the town criers are getting farther and farther behind you. That the sound is diminishing, and you're following these prints through tall grasses, through orchards, through finely tree cover, and eventually, after maybe an hour of walking, you come across a small clearing, okay. and in this clearing, you notice. It appears to be a tiny camp. There's a couple, there's like a bedroll, a small lean-to tent, small campfire, and a cage. And within the cage are four townspeople. None of them are awake, but you suspect that they're alive. I think we found the missing people. Hmm. We can't be alone, can we? I'll look around cautiously. Uh, you don't see anybody. Is there a lock on the cage? It appears so. Hmm. I start pull out my pack, put armor on. However long that takes. Okay. While they're looking at things, so I'm I'm a little distracted, but I don't like any of these. <laughs> yeah, you do. You manage it. It's easy. You put on some okay. armor. It takes you a few minutes, and you you manage it. Okay. Now what? I'd I'd like to carefully look around. Like, are there tents and stuff? Does this look like an encampment of it's some a, kind, yeah, or is it just of, the cage? A couple cage? of lean-to tents and some a bedroll maybe. So looking around, do I recognize anything that looks similar to? the other uh, acolytes that we oh, encountered. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah, definitely. Yeah, there's so the ropes bits, and stuff are there? cloth and some ropes, yeah. I'll move over and start searching through this stuff, seeing if there's a key. No key. But you find a few things of weevil oil. I put those in, yeah. Got three of them now. Okay. Do you think that we should put our robes on, or at least I should put my robe on and try to be... Suddenly you hear you somebody... <laughs> Who are you? It's Hop. He's in the cage and he's awake. Oh my god, Hop. We just kind of followed the clues out here to Travelers try and find you. yesterday? You, it, I yeah, don't know if you, you need... Missing. You probably don't need to put on the, the, the fake anymore. I think we're past that point. We're rescuing Steven! You. Thank you, Steven. You're so helpful. What the hell are yeah. you... What are you talking about? We, we're here we to help. We just wanted to... 
we, we wanted to, to to give back. Get me over here. Get me yeah, over here. Can you tell where Kate is? They're gonna is come back. They're gonna come back. Give me all. Shh. Shh. Yeah, can I try to pick the lock? You can try. Yes. That'll Does it be... look diesel? There's. A, you'll have to make me a mechanics or a chicanery check. Okay. Well, obviously it's going to be that second one. But I am not skilled in it, so. Oh. Okay. Yeah. You you jiggle the lock a little bit, and with just a couple of of light tugs, it actually opens. But as it does, keeps jiggling. And it keeps oh, jiggling. That's unexpected. I'm a little bit rusty. And I mean, I'm a little bit rusty. <laughs> suddenly, the ground below you begins to vibrate and begins to get a little hot. And you can see a line now emanating from the cage to somewhere. This hot filament is getting brighter and hotter on the inside the ground. It's heating all of the vegetation around you, which is slowly combusting into a large flame circle. The cage is stuck where it's not quite big enough to get anybody out, but it is now catching fire. Oh. Uh, oh no. I, take, I grab my pickaxe and try to just break don't the cage. Me, don't leave me. Make me a might check. Don't leave me. I'll don't do the same. Me. Make, yeah, make another might check. You actually, Leaf, make a synergy. Do you synergy for it if you're both uh, helping? Get me out okay. of here. Get me out of here. Get me out of here. Get me out of here. While other, they're doing that, the can I survivors. roll to keep them calm? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Eleven. Okay. Uh. Yeah, then you you do. You you manage to you rip open the side of this this cage and people are like clamoring to get out. They're they're stepping on each other, they're pushing through. But Grizz, you're managing to like get them calm enough to come out one by one and you're pulling them out and pulling them out. I assist with a 17. You see someone in the tree line emerge in a in a, a, a red robe with a, a, a with a a look of utter and complete disdain the the robe is open in the front and you can see a burned chest with a symbol on it and they're looking at you with every ounce of hatred in their body they're focused laser focused on you when suddenly long spindly bone fingers emerge from their chest and raise them several feet off the ground. You can see that look of hatred burned into their face as the light of their life fades, and all you hear in the background is Thank you! We'll be back next week with another episode of Isless Season 1. Big thank you to our cast. Huge thanks to all of our supporters here at Twitch. Uh, if you have any interest in t tabletop RPGs, head over to our Discord server where we do, uh, if there's a whole community for Isles fans along with Enigma Society fans, please be sure to follow us here. Follow our, our YouTube channel where we post all of our VODs. Uh, you can follow our podcast as well. 
on every major podcasting platform. And be sure to check out our sponsor for today, which is Logitech. Huge thank you, Logitech, for sponsoring the show today. If you uh, have any interest in some super cool peripherals and gaming accessories, then check out the new Yeti GX, the Lytra Beam LX, and the Yeti Orb at logi.gg slash nicotine. That's N-I-K-A-T-I-N-E, and use code nicotine at checkout for 10% off. Uh, also, one last point of order. The Fable Scraps Twitch channel has a comp- competition. We call it the Fable Clips Championship, and the person who clips the most popular, most viewed clip in a month gets VIP in our chat for the next month. So this, this we're, we're beginning to wrap up the month, so we're, we look forward to crowning our new champion uh, the very next episode. Big thanks to our cast, and we'll see everybody again next week for another episode of Isless. Have a great week, everyone. Bye-bye.